0: All right, and did you want to do the intro? I would love to.
1: <clears throat> lowly, 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 low. Right, all good. One, two, three, listen.
0: Welcome to the Dotcast from Nine Dots. Nine Dots is the online learning community for wedding photographers. You can become a member and find out about our annual conference, the Nine Dots Gathering, at nine-dots.co. <laughs>
1: everybody, how are you doing? Um, welcome to the Nine Dot Dotcast. Um, my name is Andy Gaines. Joining me today is my companion, Adam
0: Johnson. Hello there, Andy Gaines. Hey, 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 hey. How's tricks? Um, it's all good, it's all good. How's, how's, how's life been for you since the last time we spoke? It's excellent, dude. This was a weekend.
1: I did no work because I've had no weddings this weekend, which was great. And now I am back working again, which is fine because work is good. Um, yeah, how about
0: you? Yeah, good. Same. I mean, I had, a, I had quite a productive week last week actually. For the considering it was the first week of the year, I didn't find it that difficult to just get back into the swing of sitting at the computer and doing work. But I had the yeah. opposite feeling. Yeah, I and mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but like, uh, what so be, when you say you're working? Like, what, what are you going to be working on? Well, like, what today, for instance, after, you, after this after the highlight of your day is done, speaking to me, like, what are you going to be doing for the rest of the day? I am
1: going to be culling a wedding that I shot at Christmas, oh, actually. or before Christmas. So yeah.
0: Excellent. Well, I mean, we should probably mention that again, as as again, we're missing the meat in our sandwich. We're missing Rahul Kona. He's yeah. not here with us. He's not here with us this week because he's still still on holiday uh, somewhere in the somewhere in the Far East, I think. So who is here Oh, instead? That's a great question. Well, today, joining us on the Dotcast for the first time ever. Well, it's not, I mean, it's Dotcast not very old, so everybody who joins us is going to be for the first time ever. But uh, we're joined by uh, Nine Dots Gathering 2020 presenter, Nadia Melli.
2: Woo! Hi Nadia. Hi, hi Adam. Hi Andy.
0: Hey. How are you doing? And you you where, where? in the world are you right now?
2: In the world, I am in the same place as you guys are, kind of. I am in England. <laughs> um, I live in Brighton, um, by the sea. It's really nice here. The sun is shining, and I'm I'm good. Having a great day.
1: Awesome, well, awesome. Where, uh, where, you're not you're not obviously from Brighton, though. You, you, so you're you're brought up in Germany, right? Or you're from Germany, but you're Italian. What's the, what's your what's your kind of story yeah, there?
2: I like that you did your research. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> well done. Yes, I am. That's the story. I am Italian. I was born in Italy and um, I have an Italian family, but I grew up in Germany, um, and I lived in Germany my whole life until about three years ago when I moved to Brighton. <laughs> that's basically the story in a nutshell. Yeah.
1: Do you feel Italian, German, English, a uh, mixture of all three? Or how, where do you identify as kind of, do you, do you identify as being, you know, like, who do you feel you are?
2: <laughs> that is a very, that is a very loaded question. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't identify as anything. So basically, um, I if someone asks me, I say I'm Italian. That's like the quick answer. Um, I have an Italian passport, so I consider myself Italian, but um, I, am, I am both and I'm neither. <laughs> um, I think that's the best way to put it. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a, a, a strange mix of things and I feel like living in England for me is like a sweet spot because England is kind of a mix of Italian and German mentality. So I feel like this is for me the best place to be. <laughs>
1: yeah oh, that's good it must be it must be good it must be nice to have that like breadth of experience of cultures to, and and be able to have yeah. you know to draw on that and be able to have seen all those different you know like you say like the italian way of doing things the German way of doing things the english way is kind of in the middle and yeah
2: that's that's cool it is very it is i think now um as a grown-up i find it very enriching i didn't always feel that way but now i'm very glad to um, to have all these different sources inside of me, because I kind of can pick the best of all worlds. And it's really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Citizen ah, of the world, though, basically. You're just basically a citizen of the world.
2: Yes, yeah. I, I, for a long time, I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm, I feel like a woman with no country. But now I'm like, well... I'm just going to be a woman with three countries. That's fine.
0: Amazing. Yeah. 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 She's all the countries. It's perfect.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: And obviously later in this year, um, you're going to be presenting with us at the 2029 Dots gathering.
2: Woo-woo.
0: How are you feeling about that?
2: I'm very excited because I've heard a lot of great things about it. You guys are famous, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like, I have to admit, I didn't know what nine dots was um, before like you got in touch. And then, um, I looked into it and then I heard from other photographers here in Brighton. I was like, oh, they've told me like they they go every year and they love it. And uh, people fell in love there. I heard all kinds of stuff. I know,
0: yeah. Wow. Chris, Chris and Alini that is that the fell in love
2: yes oh you do know right
0: exactly yeah they fell in love at one of our parties that's just what we do for people we just make just enrich people's lives i mean i love the the fact that you kind of you gave us a bit of an ego boost and then an instant humility reality check when you went i hear you guys are famous i've never heard of you
2: (laughs) but that's you know that's the thing i think with everything um like you know someone can be very known in their niche area but then if yes, you know, and also don't, don't take my word to, you know, I didn't, I didn't live here in England. So, you know, that's the other thing.
0: It's fine. We, we actually, we actually appreciate it. We I, actually appreciate. I,
2: I know, I know the German wedding industry very well. <laughs> I'm, I don't know the English one yet so well. So bear with me.
0: <laughs> that's cool. But that's important, really. I mean, you, that, you know, that whole thing about, I mean, fame in the wedding industry is a ridiculous concept anyway. yeah um, yeah, but uh, fame, in Air, I guess, that any small industry like ours is a ridiculous concept. And Andy, Andy's very keen on this general idea that you know don't get ideas above your station just because a few people know or have, or have seen your pictures or have yeah. heard of your little, your little brand that exists in your little corner of the industry. That's quite a, it's quite a hot topic for you, Andy, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, only in as much as it's just like you just said, it's just kind of ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Um, or we're making pictures. Uh, for people at their weddings you know beyond that like what it doesn't really i think i just find it crazy that there's an industry that's grown up around that in itself but i guess you know we're kind of part of that so i kind of embrace it but at the same time i, yeah, yeah. I realize how, how um well you know it is kind of ridiculous but i think as long as you're able to see that and not get caught up in it then it's
0: all good yeah I know. I agree.
2: yeah it is weird it is weird to be in an industry in a community where you're part of it, but then you don't agree with everything and kind of finding that line to walk <laughs> um, where you, you know, you can you want to be in it, but you also have to express the stuff that you think is negative about it and things you you think that you could change or it's just a fine line, I find.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I might. definitely. I, th- I mean, the, the, the greatest thing about the industry now I think is that you can just do your own thing. And we've always said this in, mm. in nine dots, you don't have to be annoyed at the, at the way somebody else is doing it or, mm. it, or whatever it is. You can just ignore it and just, and just do your own thing on your own path. And, um, that's always like our man, our mantra in, in 9.0 since the beginning has always been create your own awesome. And the, what that means is that mm-hmm. we we try and encourage people to just find their own thing and do that instead of instead of us like standing up or doing the gathering or whatever and, and trying to promote one single style of photography or single style of running a business and saying this is the right way to do it. We've never tried. We've we've never done that mm-hmm. because yeah. we think the best way to 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 run a business and also for us to teach people to help people run their businesses or and be photographers is to encourage them to find that within themselves to find their own thing and do their own thing and and kind of be really single-minded in that so yeah let's oh, get it. it's, it's good
2: for life but, in general isn't it <laughs> true
0: very true very true anyway it is it is the new year i mean yeah. it's the 13th of january today when we're recording this this won't go out on the 13th but um and i was i met a friend the other day and i said happy new year to him and we we were kind of bantering about like when do you stop saying happy new year like what, what is there like a cutoff date in the in january or in the year when you when you're supposed to stop saying happy new year
2: i don't know maybe the end of january. or i think maybe today you- i think <laughs>
0: we draw the line in the sand today
2: so i think it's it. when you meet someone for the first time in the new year i i felt like the last two weeks people were every time i'm like if i met someone the first time in the new year they would just say happy new year because we haven't seen each other yet like a, and mm. then but what if i, I mean somebody... i made
1: a friend in march <laughs>
2: <Exactly>. <laughs> well yeah. you just say, happy new year in march <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah we'll just hug it out and yeah <laughs> but it is the new year and uh, and i would, like not the week before last on the podcast we spoke about just generally things like new year's resolutions and and setting goals for the new year and Nadia, like the reason we one one of the reasons, obviously there are many 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 reasons that we can't possibly go into. But one of the reasons that I thought we'd be great to have a chat with you today is that you did a little series on your Instagram story a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. talking about like goal setting and planning for the year and that kind of thing. So, uh, and it was probably a little bit different than what we talked about on the on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. So I thought it'd be good to just just kind of continue that series really and just helping people. I guess, get their minds in order and, and and start making mental to-do lists and things for the year ahead. So mm. uh, how's, does that sound good?
2: Yeah, sounds great. What did you talk about in in, the, in that other episode?
0: Well, not much. I mean, it was very loose. It yeah. was mainly, and Andy mainly said he doesn't make resolutions. Okay. Uh, so that was just helpful for people. And I'd like to keep bees. You're like, oh yeah, he wants to be a beekeeper. But
2: okay. <laughs> So that's yeah. like, that's one of your goals for the
1: year, or it's, it was. It's a very loose goal, but it's something that I'm interested in that I've never considered doing before.
2: Okay, it's like oh. it's
1: more of a it's more of a side a side project, for side, hustle.
0: Side, a side, side, a side hustle, side hustle.
1: Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully next year I'm going to be like king of honey, and I'll be uh, I'll be making you know, I'll be running my honey empire. And I'll oh, dude! I mean, it.
0: at least there's an end goal in sight now. There wasn't an end goal when we spoke last time. Yeah. now you, yeah, n- yeah. n- you want to be king of honey. Like I'm, I feel better about the goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean yeah, but I mean last time we spoke, just in general about who was it the three of us, was it with Rahul or not? No, it was Isabel. It's Isabel Hattink, yeah. We had Isabel Hattink on and she was um I mean it was all very much like the the general theme between the three of us that was that we didn't have many New Year's resolutions and didn't have many goals. whereas hmm. when we saw your story there was seemed to be a little bit more structure and thought behind it. <laughs> So I thought that would be helpful to just chat through and I've got I've got I've even got a screenshot. I'm very well prepared I've got a screenshot of it here so we can go through the there's like a five step it was like a five step
2: Yes it's just thing. five questions it's quite simple I think I think it's simple but maybe for some people it's already too much I don't
0: know Well no I I I like the simplicity I think simple's better like I um in the in the new in the new year made too many goals already and it, even two weeks in now I'm feeling the pressure of like trying to do too much at once
2: mm-hmm. So
0: uh yeah, so I think um, I'm the, I'm I'm definitely guilty of always trying to do a little bit too much and pack a little bit too much in at this time of year. So, oh. um, but I liked that yours was making people think a little bit deeper about wh- what should drive their goals for the year.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So the
0: first we, I mean, I I recommend we just go through these. So number one was, do what it. am I doing? Let's what did do What did I do? What did I create or experience that I'm really proud of?
2: Hmm.
0: So how does that? start to drive into like saying goals
2: um that that plays uh, into it because um if i reflect on the year that that's passed um and think about well what what happened and what did i create what did i do uh yeah or experience that i'm really proud of that i really enjoyed that i loved then i kind of planning ahead i can figure out, well, let's just do more of that. (laughs) Like, do I want to do more of that? Do I want to have more of those experiences? Can I create more of the same Um, and and therefore have a happier business and life uh, this year as well? So that is kind of um, what I like to focus on um, at first as as the first question because it also kind of sets the tone for – for the rest of it like not feeling like a failure like oh what goals did I not achieve this year so that I can transfer them to the next year and do them this year you know like kind of um yeah it kind of sets the goal more of focusing on the, the stuff that was good that I succeeded in that I loved um so yeah that's why I kind of like to start off with that question
1: yeah. I mean I think I think that's that's super important. I think we we have mentioned this before but it, it's like it is it is a really it is really good to look back and say like you know yeah. What, yeah. The, what 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 did I kill it this year, you know, because it is so easy to get bogged down in the stuff you didn't achieve or the things you missed out on or Absolutely. the things you didn't do as well as you were hoping you were going to do. But actually everybody you know if you look back there's so much stuff where you've achieved even if you don't at the time you can't see it, you know. And it's, it's it's And it's so important to be able to look back and give yourself that pat on the back, I think, for sure. Yeah,
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because naturally, a lot of the times, the the negative stuff sticks with us more. Um, Even if there's maybe less negative things, there's more positive things, but we kind of, they hurt more, so they stay with us more. Like if someone... Mm -hmm. If you get 25 nice comments on Instagram and one stupid comment or one like troll, then that will really hurt you more and you forget about the 25 nice ones.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. You always always dwell on that. Dwell on the bad stuff.
2: Yes. So I think. Um, yeah, that's why I love to start with what was actually really good. And what do I want to do more of? What what do I want to repeat coming into the new year, basically? Yeah.
1: And so, for you, when you when you're asking yourself that, are you thinking about just professional, like just just your work, just the, the, the art you've done, or the, the the images or the work you've done? Or you're thinking like personally, or, or are they kind of one and the same? Or how everything? How does
2: it... everything. Okay. So when I write these down, I think of everything, like work-wise, in in my business, obviously, and then also personally. What are the things that um. In my personal life, were great, and I want to do more of definitely both. So the whole list of questions is for both my business and life. Yeah,
0: it's just to reiterate what Andy said. Really, I think that's the one thing that most people will gloss over to begin with is mm-hmm. thinking of the things that they're already doing really well yeah already enjoying or have been successful so far and just immediately get into like all the things that are bad about themselves you know whether it's whether it's whether it's personal you know whether it's whether it's your weight or you didn't read enough books or you didn't you know you watch too much tv or whatever it might be like people get instantly get into i think um the things that are wrong and try and fix those things instead of like in starting off with a really strong foundation of saying well these are i I love all these things about my life my business already. Yeah. so so they need to stay they need to re- remain as like the foundation and then i'll build on that so yeah like exactly. very important that's cool but in terms of like a, a wedding photographer for their business for the year ahead um like what would it, would that be like thinking about the kind like i don't know really like the the, the favorite weddings that you had that year or uh and and <laughs> starting to think about in that way or is it more of a
2: it could be anything really. It could be thinking about the the weddings you experienced that you really loved, like what did you why did you love those more than others and and how can you m- multiply that like um that was for me a few years ago a huge um thing, and i used I, I went through this process as well where I kind of reflected on the year ahead uh, that passed and realized, oh, um I enjoyed these weddings and I didn't enjoy these ones and kind of realized what what that was, where the difference was. And um, that was when I switched from just like general normal weddings to intimate wedding photography and just did like small weddings, no big ones anymore. Um, because I realized actually the ones that I really enjoyed and that fit my personality more were intimate small weddings. Um, so it could be anything. It could be, yeah, this, the type of weddings, it could be um what what did what did you do in terms of communication with your clients that really worked um, and that that you're really proud of um what what jobs did you book or like where did you speak what did you teach that you're really proud of that you really enjoyed um even like the people you met um and the people you worked with like what what was the thing that really worked and that you really enjoyed and yeah, it could it could be anything in in terms of weddings, like clients. It could be the marketing. It could be um, the actual shooting of the wedding. Because um, we all know, like, we, with every wedding, you still learn stuff. You're like, ooh, this was this was good, and this wasn't that great. Like, so yeah, it could be anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think yeah, that, that's that's a really, like obviously like that's good, a kind of good advice, and it's good a good, good thing that everyone should do. But I think that the being able to kind of, like you just said, kind of objectively, like self-analyze, like what and why. So rather than looking back and going and say, you know, like, oh, I love that, you know, or, I love this. I love this way to know that this was a great month. But just then, then drilling down to the next level and kind of saying, OK, well, objectively, like, why did I not like that? You know, like, what was it? Was it was it the venue? Was it the couple? Was it my lack of skills or was it whatever, whatever it is, like and being yeah. able to objectively. Ask yourself and answer that and then maybe go another layer further until you start to say, oh, so what I really love is this and exactly. what I really don't like is this.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think I probably should add that if I post this again yeah. next year, I should add that in, um, in to, to the first question because I, I didn't because I do it anyway automatically. Um, is that you, I am a big why person? I always ask myself why. <laughs> and so. Um, yeah, with, with that question, what what did I do that I'm proud of or that worked? I always ask myself, the next question is why? Like, why did I like this and why did this work? Um, and I kind of go to the core of it. Um, so with the example I mentioned before with the intimate weddings, I basically ask myself why and I and kind of realized, well, the person I am, my personality and character, I am more of an introvert even though people don't believe me. <laughs> um, is I do I do just enjoy the smaller groups much more and I thrive in smaller groups. So even professionally that is the setting I want to put myself in. Um yeah. So I think yeah, adding adding the why and the what question to that is super important. Yeah.
0: Nice. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean I think as well as well you know when you talk when you do think back and you think oh for instance, if you think about a wedding that you really loved this year, um, and I guess it's something we'll talk about at some point in the future, but at a very basic level re- in reality, that was probably your ideal client. Like, well, you know, this one of the things yeah. that's kind of a, a, like a, almost like a catchphrase these days, find, like, your, ideal find your ideal client. Mm-hmm. And the easiest way to find your ideal client is to think about a wedding you really loved. And r- in reality, that, that wedding, those clients uh, and everything that went along with it was probably your ideal client. So it starts to be quite easy then to start to, you know, build that ideal client as a, as a real thing. So yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. cool. Absolutely. So, so point two on your little list was what mistakes did I make that taught me something and how can I leverage those lessons?
2: Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I mean, what can I say? It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, it's
0: the opposite uh, of the first one, isn't it really?
2: It's kind of the opposite. Yes. But also, I mean, you can, I think even having a bit of distance from stuff that happened during the year it's nice to like give yourself some grace even looking at your mistakes um and kind of again take apart like kind of deconstructing what happened like why did it happen and was it in in how much was it my fault was it maybe wrong communication was it different expectations from clients towards me and i didn't like communicate it right or what what where you know where was the the crucial uh point um in what happened like you can kind of because when something goes wrong at the at first it's kind of I feel like it's harder to um to look at it more with more perspective and 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 be more gentle and kind of um and more realistic and at first it feels like the world is like going down um
1: yeah and also also when it's when you're when you're kind of close to things it's very hard to to be able to blame yourself like Mm -hmm. you always want to defend yourself whereas Mm -hmm. after over time it's easy to say oh yeah like i messed up or like that i did that you know that was my fault rather than i was there you know it's their fault it's the client's fault or whatever you know
2: yeah yeah so that is is important again like to look at the mistake but then also think well how can i use this for good (laughs) for next time yeah and and how can i um you know learn from this or um whatever you you can even like you can you mistakes are wonderful i think because you learn from it other people learn from it if you share about it um it's all in all it's a great process i think mistakes are great
0: (laughs) no we do I mean, yeah. The thing, as well, is I mean, like Andy says, when you make a mistake, whatever you know, big or small, yeah, it's easy. It's easy to just try and instantly try and turn your back on it and put that out of your mind and act like it didn't happen and just try and just try and you know move on as if it didn't happen. But the, like it with perspective happen. and with time, like the but you can then look back on it and go, well, why did that happen? And was yeah. you know what what caused it to happen and how can I make sure it doesn't happen again? You know, like all these, yeah. I mean, that's is yeah. That's
2: no, how you guys, feel because I feel like usually for me it's the opposite when something goes wrong i feel like oh my god like everything's crumbling like this this is all my fault like i feel like completely the opposite and i and but with time and perspective like i can look at it more clear
0: yeah i guess that's what i'm saying though really so in the first place you just think you've made it's all your fault and you just need to run away as fast as you can from that mistake
2: oh that's what you mean okay yeah yeah
0: (laughs) Um, But but
1: I I was going to say, there's also the danger of the opposite, though. It's like, certainly, let's say, uh, our our industry is more that something goes wrong. And it's often a case of, it's you know, like like the classic thing would be kind of um, unhappy clients. Right. So when when a client is unhappy at the time, it's very easy to be defensive and it's very easy to blame them. And it's very easy to put your, you know, put your back up and, and be right. No, no, I'm standing my ground and I'm, you know, and to be very precious about things Mm -hmm. but with the benefit you know when you can step back or you can get other people's perspectives on it or where you can look back later on in time you can say oh yeah actually I see that point or I understand you know it's easier maybe to be less um personally attached with whatever the mistake or the problem was you know
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah. I guess yeah it depends uh yeah what kind of what kind of mistake it is absolutely Yeah, Yeah, yeah there's two reactions to it definitely
0: but that's why it's so important. Like what you've put here, like how can I leverage those lessons? So turning those mistakes into lessons that you then kind of set plans for for the for the year ahead and the future in general. Just to yeah, so those
2: things don't happen again. Strong. Yeah, that that has helped me so many times. Like in creating PDFs for clients, in like being super clear in my communication, and in, in helping them succeed, so I can succeed in my work. Yeah, um, yeah. That like learning from past mistakes has been so super important like yeah for
1: sure and i think just just as just that one point you made there i think in, in our industry and with with certainly with problems with clients just to pick one kind of area of that mm-hmm. it's nearly always down to communication mm-hmm. like all the time and and the, the n- nearly always a takeaway yeah, certainly i found in the experience i've had mentoring other, other photographers is that the experiences next time just communicate more with them and give them more information and, and make sure that they're aware in advance and and nip all those things in the bud. And then, you know, over time you can kind of cover all your bases so that you get
2: less and less
1: problems really.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, I, I often there's I think strongly think there's not really such a thing as a bad wedding or bad clients. Like it, nearly always the root cause is exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, okay. That's cool. So yeah. What mistakes did you make and how can you learn from them? Now, number three is what am I willing to let go of? This sounds like a deep one.
2: Yeah, it can, it can be deep. It can be not deep, you know, depending on where you apply that to. Um, you know, if you apply to business, it could be something really simple, you know, um, like, yeah, I don't know. Al- although for some people it can be also some really tough stuff. Like, I don't know, Um. years ago already when it comes to wedding, I outsourced my editing And, um, uh, I, I loved that. I I thought that was a great idea. And I got a lot of, um, yeah, I got a lot of criticism, uh, from, from the (laughs) photographers, um, for that. And people were like, oh my gosh, you're not a real artist, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then two years later, um, I had those same people contact me and be like, could you give me the name of your (laughs) company? Um, and, and kind of, this was like, it, it was kind of uh, a shifting moment, but like stuff like that. Some, I still, I talk to photographers who are, who are buried under editing, like they're buried under, they cannot catch up with their work, but they're not willing to let go of editing. Um, so that, that's just one example of like a hundred. Um, so it could be something simple um in business. And if you apply it to, to life, that question, that could be something Something more deep, something more, yeah, uh, defining maybe. Um, It depends, really, yeah. But I think that that is a huge one because um, adding goals to your life and um, and things you want to do and plans uh, is great. But I think it's as important to let go of stuff as well.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Um, almost to make space for the new stuff, right?
2: Exactly, exactly. Uh, And make space and and improvement. A lot of times has to do with actually getting rid of things as well not just adding things so
0: yeah. yeah, I mean on the on the last podcast we did we did we spoke about how like sending instant previews to your clients has become a thing, and it's almost becoming more and more and more of a thing, and people are mm-hmm. putting more and more and more pressure on themselves to get mm-hmm. pictures out instantly within hours of the wedding. Yeah. Sometimes even staying up till the middle of the night after a wedding just to edit mm-hmm. these previews. And it, we don't know we, we were last time we were talking. It was like where did this craze come from, and why are people allowing it to cause themselves stress and yeah when they don't even really know why they're doing it other than the fact that they're doing it because other photographers do it. So it could be something as small as that, just, to, yeah. you know, looking for the the pain points in your business and what causes them and whether that's something that needs to stay or can go or can be outsourced or can, somebody else can help with or whatever it might be. So, yeah, that's a that's a cool one. Yeah,
1: I mean, and also both, both those are just like solid examples of, of the stuff we were saying before where it's, you can do whatever you want and yeah. but but a lot of the things that photographers i find or wedding, in the wedding industry do are based on what everyone else seems to be doing so yeah. no one else seems to be outsourcing their editing so therefore you can't outsource your editing yeah except you can if you want to and it's yeah. and the world doesn't end um you know and yeah or the one or the one loud
0: previews and, exactly yeah or the one loud judgmental person in that facebook group you're in thinks outsourcing is a bad idea and <laughs> so their voice their voice is so loud that you can't you can't yeah, not, yeah. yeah.
2: Exactly, Definitely. and I think what, what, exactly what you're saying. You can do whatever you want, just know your why. Why are you doing it? Um, because that's the thing. I think it's so mindless. Oftentimes, like we just do it because the industry is dictating it. Oh,
1: exactly. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah doing it. So I must do. Like I do previews as well, not the same night. <laughs> yeah. Like the day after. Um, and and for me, my why is because I know that. Um, obviously with the phones and everything um the first images of the wedding are already up the same day like from friends from family Um, and i want my client's emotions from the day to be really fresh and associated with my photography yeah and i don't want them to see my pictures like three months later or three months after the wedding so i i kind of that is my my reason why i do it um and and obviously everyone can have their own reason um, but I think it's just important, whatever you do, whatever you like go off, just know why, why are you doing this? Like that is, I always, I always come back to the why, honestly, <laughs> it's just yeah, yeah. the most important. Do you know the book start with why?
0: Yeah. Simon Sinek or Sinek yeah. or have you say? It.
2: Simon Sinek. I love like, that's my Bible. I love that book.
0: <laughs> just, I need to read it. I've I own the book. I just haven't read it. So I should, I should, <laughs> I should
2: oh, probably yeah, read it. Good. It's amazing. Yeah.
0: All right. So the next number four then was what do I want brackets, projects and goals. I'm going to skip over that one. Cause that sounds fairly uh, kind of similar to what we talked about last time, which was, yeah. Just, yeah. Set projects and, and set goals for yourself. And I'm going to move on to, cause we've not got ages left. Like I want to talk about number five, which is, <laughs> seems like the big one, but like, who do I want to be?
2: And, and,
0: <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know who I want to be. <laughs> i I want to i I want to be andy gaines
2: you want to be the king of bees it's it's, it's, it's
0: overrated it's overrated (laughs) yeah so i've heard andy andy gaines told me that
2: well you want to be the king of honey so you're you know you know who you want to be
0: Uh, that's it i'm envious of that when you
1: say kind of like who do i want to be how do you that's obviously a big deep question i mean what what do you like on what level are you asking yourself that question and do you think it's possible to to decide who you want to be and be that person or is is that is that something you know do do you believe that you can kind of be whoever you want to be on that level
2: yeah so the level i go to it's it's two levels i guess it's and and i like i like to just like go not crazy on the idea but like i like to like dream ahead as well and, and think well one level is who do i want to be in general like in my life like if, when I'm older like looking back like who what is the person I want to be like a person of of integrity a person of of, of trust of love a person of encouragement to others like who do I want to be and then also just on the other level the year ahead like who do I want to be this year and I think identity is something that's definitely shifted shifting something that is organic and it's flowing and it's it always changes and it can grow and yeah it can be You know, you can be many different versions in one life, of course. Um, So it's not something that I write down and I decide. (laughs) And um, so this is now who I am. There's obviously so much room and space to grow, um, which is also on my list. Like, I want to be a person. I want to always be a student. I want to be able to grow and learn. Um, I don't want to be someone that is not teachable, that doesn't listen to others or like, you know, um, that, that thinks like knows it all or so. Um, yeah, it's, who do I want to be for me? I have it on the list because I think for me personally, it's just important to not just write down what, 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 like, what do I want to do? What did I do? What do I want to achieve? Like all those things. But actually the essence like who do I want to be as a person with if if I strip away work money um and 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 the identity of like being a photographer like my business if I strip that away who what is left like who do I want to be um as a person in my relationships um in myself like I I find that super crucial because I think it's it comes full circle who I am um is the foundation of my work as well of my business. So it is important like it, to to have that foundation and know who who am I like, and and yeah so that, that
0: I like it. I like that. I like that it's you've made it a simpler concept for me as well because it's like it doesn't have to be this big huge like in 20 years time picture yourself thing it could just be those things, those little things like like you said like willing to learn yeah. and uh, yeah. uh, whatever it might be on a day-to-day basis like saying yes to things or or you know do it, yeah it could be even like the old cliche like do it do so, do something every day that scares you kind of concept. and yeah yeah um, or just the person that's always trying to like you know have a new experience whether it's once a month once a year whatever it might be that just it could just be small things exactly. it doesn't, doesn't doesn't have to be like a huge reinvention exactly. of self you don't have to be madonna
2: no no it's like it's it's those little things and then they kind of add up to to big they add up to who you become right like yeah for sure if you do those those small things like yeah i want to be more present for example in 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 my relationships what does that okay and then like the next step is what does that mean like do i put my phone in my bag when i'm out with a friend or like i don't know like simple things or like yeah having a new experience every month whatever um Little things, and they add up to to who you become in twenty years' time, basically. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I, maybe, or maybe you just want to be the king of bees. <laughs> yeah, king of honey, king of honey, king of honey. Yeah, I've got it wrong. Um,
2: when, I, when when
1: I see you next time, I'm going to be like, I'm going to have a swarm <laughs> follow me around like a friendly swarm.
0: Oh
2: my goodness, I wanna I wanna get I wanna have a pot of honey when I meet you in November. Yeah.
1: that's a big that's a big ask given that i don't have any bees or a beehive yet
2: well i don't know know
1: how it works but i'm sure i'm sure we can work it out
2: you have you have 10 months time so
1: that's true and if it all goes wrong I've got a little label printer and I can go to Sainsbury's and just, you know, stick my own label over the front and you'll never know. So I mean I'll
2: never I'm... know. You could just say King of Honey.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. King of Honey Honey. There you go. And again, it's King of Honey. That could also I mean, even if you don't become a beekeeper, that, that could be your comeback album with cardboard radio.
1: <laughs> that's it. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back into music. King of honey. The, yeah. the honey king.
0: It sounds quite oh, mad. Right it, right a... it sounds a bit too middle of the road for you as a, as an album name though.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I'm I'm getting older now. You know, I should
0: embrace
2: the yeah, yeah. in me. Fine. <laughs> oh, I love that. Were you a musician?
1: Uh, I, w- I was uh, after fashion, yeah, before I got into photography, yeah.
2: Right. Cool.
0: He yeah. still is. He still is at heart. Uh, yeah, in my spare time. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah it definitely with <laughs> you, I guess. Yeah.
0: What, yeah, one of my favorite memories in life, really, is being serenaded by Andy Gaines on the porch of a, a shack in Clarksdale, Mississippi.
2: Yes. Just, just um, the two of
0: us. Just the two of us. That's Those times.
2: So romantic. It was. It was
0: I, I, he even made up a song about me.
2: Did I? Oh. He yeah, did.
0: Well, it was, it was. It was loosely about me. Okay. I mean, maybe it wasn't about me, but I thought it was about me.
2: Oh, you thought? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's just assume it was. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, that would be my. That's one of my goals, dude, is to get back there. Oh,
2: yeah. Let's, let's do it.
0: Yeah. Just back to Clarksdale. Back to Duke. <laughs> is it Duke Fest? The festival they do there yes in april yeah, yeah we, need we need to do it anyway we have going on off to, we have an off we topic have, we have i reckon we could we could talk about this for hours but uh, yeah. i think we've all got things to do with our days so nadia thanks so much for joining us oh you're
2: welcome um, thank you for having me it's really yeah. fun really come, nice back,
0: come back again sometime and i think there's more we could talk about
2: yes well, definitely and i'll see you anyway in november we'll see you then yeah <laughs> the latest we yeah we
0: definitely will and i'll see you very soon andy Gaines. yes okay then team good times and uh,
1: yeah it's been fun and hopefully we will see you all and I say all as in all the listeners very soon
0: yeah oh, see wow. you later King of, King of Funny <laughs>
1: one two three listen
0: you can listen to previous episodes of the Dotcast anywhere people normally listen to podcasts and you can find out more about Nine Dot's membership and the Nine Dot's gathering at nine-dots.co <laughs>